Hi there, I'm Isabel Cateman and I run Stripe Dog Creative, a website strategy and design firm dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs create strategic and elegant websites so they can attract their dream clients, raise their prices, and scale their businesses. I'm so excited to have you here for the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast. Tune in each week to hear practical business advice, tips on embracing and learning from failure, trust me, it's going to happen, and real talk on trying to create a balanced life as an entrepreneur for my guest experts and of course, from me. Ready to turn those dreams into a reality? Let's do it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so excited that you're here for the very first episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast. My name is Isabel Cateman, and I'm your host for this podcast. I am also the owner of Stripe Dog Creative, a website strategy and design firm. And I wanted to create this very first introductory episode to give you a little bit of background on who I am, uh, what you can expect each week from this podcast, and why I've created this podcast for you. So let's dive in. For a little bit of background on me, I spent a lot of time in the corporate agency world in New York City. So I was on a lot of small teams where I got to do a little bit of everything, which was a really great introduction for me at that age to digital marketing and strategy. I was getting to do social media strategy and event planning and public relations and project management, but my bread and butter across all of the teams that I was on was digital marketing and strategy. And I worked on some pretty cool clients. I had Broadway shows like The Phantom of the Opera and The Book of Mormon. I also spent a few years working with KitchenAid appliances and then moved to brands like OxyClean and Origel. And then eventually I ended my agency career with ExxonMobil. About a year before I would leave my agency career, I decided to start a wedding planning company. I had always been drawn to event planning and figured who doesn't love love. It was always something that I had wanted to try. It was actually one of my biggest uh, regrets in my agency career was that I never got to be on a team that was full event planning. It was always like a teeny tiny part of a team that I was on, but it was never kind of my full job. And so I figured a wedding planning company would be so much fun and it would scratch that itch for me of wanting to dive into event planning and I still had my agency job at the time, so it was safe to kind of try this as a side hustle and see what happened. Well, it definitely did not go as planned. I knew nothing about starting a business, uh, about networking, about getting clients, about sales, about wedding planning, especially sales. You know, when you're in the, in the agency world, even as a project manager, your job is to sell the client on the next year's retainer, but you're doing it behind the guise of a huge company. And so it's very easy to talk about the team does this or the team does that. And you can kind of say yes to anything. You can handle it all. So there's never really a no, I'm so sorry, we can't do that for you. But when you're selling yourself and you're selling a single person and you're trying to sell a service and you have limitations and you're new to this, it was one of the most overwhelming things that I have ever done. So once I was finally up and running with my wedding planning business, if we want to call it that, and I had gotten networking under my belt, I was still getting mostly clients that didn't value me. 
But the truth was looking back, even though I didn't know this at the time, I didn't value myself. I hadn't learned yet about boundaries and charging your worth and having an effective website. But the one thing that really did help me and did help me learn when I was a wedding planner were podcasts. They were absolutely incredible and frankly life-changing at the time that I was starting my business because you're starting a business, you know, money is tight, time is tight because, you know, I was working a whole other job. You have nowhere to turn. I wasn't about to hire some $10,000 business coach at the time to help me with things. And so I found podcasts were amazing and were free advice. I found a few that were specific to the wedding planning industry and those were really helpful with helping with specific problems that I was going through at the time as a wedding planner. But then I also found general podcasts about owning a business and being a female entrepreneur and, you know, sales and marketing and all of the things that you kind of need to know as a business owner. And it was amazing. I felt like I was getting free advice from people that I trusted and I came to see them as pseudo mentors almost each week. Obviously, they had no idea who I was, but it was really incredible to be able to feel like they were helping me each week. And I kind of had this mentor that I could turn to. And, you know, sometimes I had podcasts that I would listen to week after week after week. And then there were others where I would be looking for a specific episode or someone I was listening to would call out another podcast. And I would go look up that podcast and see that person that I was following as a guest on their episode. And so I was literally listening to hours and hours of podcasts each week when I was first starting my wedding planning business. And after about a year and a half uh, in the industry and taking on clients that for the most part didn't really value me, I was exhausted both physically from all of the days working as a wedding planner. And at these events, you're basically standing for 15 hours. There are many, many days that I barely had a meal in 15 hours and would hit step counts like you would hit at Disney World. But I was also completely emotionally exhausted. I was miserable. I wasn't valuing myself. I wasn't taking work-life balance into account. That was not a thing that I was thinking about at all. I was kind of thinking about it as I'm a new business owner. The more hours that I put in, the more successful I'm going to be. It's totally normal as a new entrepreneur to stay up till 2 a.m. It's totally normal to get up early before I go to work and, and focus on this. And I just wasn't, I had no balance in my life and it was really, really terrible. So as I was realizing that I I really needed to end this and that this was kind of a failed experiment, if you will, although I did learn a lot from it and we'll come back around to that, I was thinking about what I wanted to do next. At this point, I had actually left my agency job and was doing this full time. And I was thinking about the skills that I had and the lessons that I had learned from wedding planning. And I realized that the one thing that I loved the most was connecting with people. Even in my agency days, the one thing that I felt was always missing from the jobs there was learning the founder story. You know, when you're working with ExxonMobil or you're working with OxyClean, you don't really get to meet the founder of those things. You're not hearing the why behind, you know, why they started those companies. And I was realizing that what had drawn me to wedding planning was really the love between two people. And I loved hearing that story and that why behind why they got together. That was my favorite part whenever I would, you know, get a new client or meet a new couple. That was really what I wanted to know. And so I was thinking about how I could take that why and turn it into a business. And of course, I had 
all of these digital marketing and strategy skills from, you know, being in agencies for, for a decade. And I realized that I could start a firm, an agency doing digital marketing and strategy. So that is how Stripe Dog Creative came to be born. A little side note on the name we had, my husband and I had just adopted our first puppy, Toby, and she has a little white stripe down her back and little white edges to her paws. And so when I was trying to think of a name, um, I ended up kind of looking at her and thinking of Stripe Dog and then realizing that that would be a really fun business name. And I had actually come up with the name many years before I ended up starting the business back in my agency days, and I didn't want a name that had my name on it just in case I had ended up kind of really deep diving into the business with that name at the time. I didn't want anyone at work to be able to look me up. Of course, it didn't end up mattering because I didn't really end up deep diving into Stripe Dog Creative until after my my wedding planning journey, but I really liked the name. So Toby is now our official little mascot for Stripe Dog Creative. So as I was thinking of starting this new business, I was thinking about all the things that I didn't like from my wedding planning business and all the things that I loved from the business that I had and also my agency days. And I had always been really drawn to design and layouts. Um, and I had a bit of design background from my time at the, you know, in, in agencies and also, you know, in wedding planning, you have to help people with colors and palettes and all of that. So I decided to teach myself website design more specifically and really kind of deep dive into Squarespace is the platform that I chose and coding, CSS coding, so I could really customize my client's website. And as I was doing all of this, I realized that there's a huge gap in the website design industry where a lot of designers are making these absolutely stunning websites, but they don't have the digital marketing and strategy background to tie in the strategy piece. So oftentimes they're giving their clients, you know, a blank piece of paper and saying, here, go write your copy. But then it's not connected as well as it should be and really tied in to the website because the business owner may not necessarily be a copywriter. And, you know, the designer isn't looking over that copy to make sure that it's kind of tying into everything. So there's a lot of gaps and things really aren't cohesive. And so I was realizing that what I, I, I now call these websites pretty but useless. I was realizing that there were all these websites out there that were so beautiful but they really weren't strategic. And frankly, I think this was one of the problems when I was a wedding planner as well, as I had paid a designer thousands of dollars to create a website for me. And we never talked about the consumer journey through the website or how marketing was going to tie into it or what the strategy was behind it or, you know, getting really specific on who we were talking to and what questions they were going to have as they landed on the site and really anticipating their movement and their journey through the site. You know, obviously I had a background in marketing, but I was so all over the place that when this designer kind of took on this website, I just let her run with it. I was too busy. I was overwhelmed. I, you know, didn't really know what to do at the time. And so she was like, I'll create a gorgeous website for you. And I was like, great, you know, here's a Pinterest board and run with it. And it was absolutely stunning. And, you know, both of us thought it was gorgeous. I loved it. I was so proud of it. And now that I do what I do and I look back, I realize that the website had no direction. The website, you know, the copywriting was was me basically, um, you know, at the time taking a crack at 
trying to appeal to everyone. You know, oftentimes it's like the cobbler whose family has no shoes. Obviously, I knew about niching down and I knew about creating a target. And still with my website, I was like, I'm going to attract everyone. I love everyone. I'll work with everyone. And so I had this very kind of generic, if you will, website that wasn't strategic and wasn't really speaking to anyone and looked absolutely gorgeous and yet was completely useless. So that is now what I do at Stripe Dog Creative. I work with service-based entrepreneurs to create websites that are elegant and strategic so that they can attract dream clients. They can help my clients make more money and help my clients scale their businesses. So I I kind of do it all now as a one-stop shop. I do the design, the coding on the back end, the copywriting, and then of course the strategy behind the site, really making sure that we're tying everything into a larger digital marketing strategy and we're being specific and we're niching down and we're really taking that consumer journey into account. So I still make a ton of my mistakes in my business. There are definitely good days and bad days and highs and lows and often every half hour it seems to alternate between getting up and cheering and literally sitting there thinking, oh my God, how did I fuck up so badly? But you know, I'm still learning and I finally am at a place where I absolutely love what I do. I wake up in the morning and I am so excited. I cannot wait to meet new clients, go network with people and forge relationships. And, you know, my favorite part of what I do now too is getting to know the business owners that I'm working with. I love helping them tell their story in a way that's going to attract other incredible people that they get to help with their gifts. I love hearing about their why. When you talk to people, everyone has this very, you know, winding journey to get to where they are. I think a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, don't really have a straight line. There's a lot of trial and error. There's a lot of starting and stopping, which is of course normal, but I just find those journeys to be so fascinating and I love learning about them. So I created this podcast to help all of you. Of course, we're going to talk about website design and website strategy and marketing in general. There is marketing in the name of the podcast, but I also really want to talk about being an entrepreneur in today's world. I think that the podcast that I listened to, especially when I was starting my wedding planning business, and even now, I find that I can kind of pick up a few tips each time, and that's what I'm really hoping to do with this Uh, Whether you're a seasoned business owner and maybe you're still in in hustle culture or maybe your website is one of those pretty but useless websites and you're looking for additional tips or you're a new business owner like I was when I was starting my wedding planning company and you don't know where to turn and you're feeling very overwhelmed and you don't feel like you have the money to bring on a business coach or even if you do have the money, you don't know where to turn for that. So I really want this podcast to be about you know, balance and, and entrepreneurship and learning about anything that can really help you in this journey. And I feel like, you know, in this day and age as an entrepreneur, and this is definitely still something that I'm learning and I'm perfecting, and I'm definitely not doing this, you know, every single day, even though I try, I just feel like there's such a glorified nature these days to hustle culture. You know, we wear it as a badge of of honor and courage. And I was definitely guilty of this in my agency days. You know, we were all young and we were all being underpaid and we'd get together and, you know, almost give like war stories of like, well, I was at the office till 10 PM or I got a call from the client this weekend and had to come in. And it was almost this, 
this glorified thing of like, look at how hard I'm working and I'm going to make it. And, you know, I think we, we've now come to realize, and I like that the tide is turning. I feel like I see a lot more about this, that you have to be a whole self before you can help someone else. You know, that same analogy that everyone references about the oxygen mask on planes, put yours on before helping others. But I think as I've gone on in my business, that's something that I've really learned is that having a healthy mental state and having more of a work-life balance and balancing, you know, periods of very hard work with family time and friend time and even personal solo time has been such an incredible lesson for me. And so between myself and the guest experts that I bring on, um, I definitely want to talk about all the things that could help you in business. And so of course, you know, again, that will be website design, website strategy and marketing, but also just being an entrepreneur and navigating today's world and trying to find a little bit more work-life balance. So, you know, that's, that's what this podcast is going to be about. So I want to thank you for being here and listening to this very first episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast. You'll be able to catch new episodes each week wherever you listen to podcasts, and you can always find any links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripeddogcreative.com. There will be show notes there for each episode. All right. Thank you so much. Catch you next time. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of the Mind Reading Marketing Podcast with yours truly, Isabel Caitlin. If you love the show, I would appreciate it if you could leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. I love hearing from all of you. Share it with a friend, family, colleague, or anyone you know who may benefit from this episode. Remember, you can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at stripedogcreative.com. All right, that's it for today. See you next time.